the sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films, where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Associate Editor of Talk Film Society. I'm Shaq Lambert from OneOfUs.net. And I'm Anna Gonzalez from FThisMovie.com. For this episode, we watched Smoke and Aces 2, the direct-to-video sequel to 2006's Smoke and Aces. On the terms of the plot side, the first film involved a group of assassins hunting down this Vegas showman who had very important mob connections. And in this sequel, it's essentially the same plot, just shift the Vegas showman with like this random uh, kind of unassuming wheelchair bound desk jockey named Walter Weed played by uh, Tom Berenger from Platoon. It's essentially just a simple plot. Yeah. Assassin's trying to hunt down this guy. They have to hunt him down by a certain time limit for mysterious reasons that we don't find out until much later in the movie. It's yeah, that's pretty much a simple plot. Just, they made it so unnecessarily complicated, as we'll get into. At the end, yeah. This has a much higher rating on IMDb than I expected. What does it have? It's like a 5 out of 10. Yeah, and (laughs) it has like two stars on on Letterboxd. Ooh, this is... (laughs) Wild. Okay, question. Sarah, you've seen Smoke and Aces, right? Love Smoke and Aces. Ali, have you seen it? I didn't watch it. Oh. (laughs) I know I was supposed to for this, but I didn't. Allie, I was going to ask. I wanted you to see it so bad. I'm so sorry. Here's the thing. When I saw it the first time when I was like 13, I hated it because the, all the all the trailers were like, oh, this is going to be like the craziest fucking thing. And I didn't realize that the big it's all centered around one big set piece that only lasts about 20 minutes. That being said, rewatching it. No, this movie fucking the first movie fucking rules. Like This shit owns yeah. and everyone you like to a certain degree, even the weirdo fucking neo-Nazi speed freak, the Tremor Brothers. They're they're not long enough for them to be grating, but you're like these are like the chaotic, the most chaotic members of the group that, where they'll throw everything off. So it feels like Rob Zombie created those characters exactly. So here they brought them not the exact same brothers except for one of them. I, actually, a few of them come back because this is actually a prequel to Smoke and Aces. Like two of them are people who were actually in the first movie. The uh, Laszlo Soot, the like master of disguise, the guy Tommy Flanagan. Tommy Flanagan, my boy. That's from Sons of Anarchy. Yes, yes. And then one of the Chamber Brothers. Tommy, follow us on Twitter. Tommy, please follow us. (laughs) Tommy actually like liked one of my tweets once because I'm obsessed with Sons of Anarchy. I so when I was watching this, I didn't even fucking realize that that was him until the credits. And yeah. then I was like, Tommy Flanagan, who the fuck was he in this? And then, you know, it makes Then you realize, oh, wait, no, he's got the facial thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's him. And then the one, the, the one tremor brother, Lester, who came back, except this time, instead of being with Chris Pine and fuck, I don't remember. I think it was Tommy, uh, Kevin Durant. I think his name was the guy from the strain. Yeah. Um, this time it's him and his sister, Caitlin, or AK-47, her, her her nickname, her bigger brother, baby boy, and then his dad, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, shit, I had it here. Just another Tremor, uh, Fritz Tremor, there it is, uh, played by Michael Parks from fucking Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> so technically... This is a prequel. Okay, uh, that makes much more sense. That's why some of the, uh, the the assassins who made it out are the ones who made it out. But that's one person. Isn't Two it? people. I mean, oh, no, no. Lazo, yeah, Lazo, yeah. Okay, well, that makes a lot more sense to me. I, for some reason, I didn't get that. Rewatching the first one, I was like, okay, I like this a lot more now. And I'm hoping they can keep some sort of momentum with the second one, even though it's not like the same people. 
And yeah, no, this is maybe the most disappointed I've been in a sequel that we've done on the show. It's boring. It's so fucking boring. And it's also like, it has the potential to be good, I feel like. I like the plot. I thought the plot was fine. But for some reason, like, in execution, it was so boring and stupid. It was so stupid. I'm upset. First off, uh, Wasser Weed, he's no Buddy Aces Israel. Because with Buddy Aces in the first movie, he's very much strung out, coked up all the time and it's he's very much an asshole they're like why would people protect this guy like why does the government want to protect this guy but at the same time him unraveling is still compelling also thankfully it's because freaking jeremy piven does a great job in it but walter weed is so boring and intentionally so because they have a whole plot change with him like why you find out why he's being hunted by these assassins and you're like that's really stupid and it doesn't justify you being a boring character i agree man and like also, if for something that's supposed to be about assassins and, like, killing and action, it was... I didn't have any sequence that I was like, oh, shit, that was really, like, dope the way that I would have typically in a movie like this. The only one I would say is when the, the female assassin, like, when she goes through the room, I was like, okay, um, this is not the worst action scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. So far. Mrs. A- uh, Ariella Martinez, the character's name, who was basically Poison Ivy. Yeah, and can we talk about, like, okay, since I did not watch the, the first one, what the fuck? Like, are they enemies? Do they have a history? How do they fall in love within, like, a five-minute time span? He doesn't know her. Yeah, they only met that time. Like, when you see them meet at the bar, that's it. And for some reason, they're having, like, this big romantic thing. You're like, y'all have never met. And he wants to, like, seek vengeance because of her death. I'm just like, bruh. I thought it was, like, a cop-out. <laughs> like, I thought she was going to kiss him with the poison on. Me and too. I was like, yes. Me too. No, here's happened. what I thought. Here's what I thought. I legit thought she was going to take off the thing, kiss him, but she had another one on. <laughs> Upper oh, lip. Yes, that bitch. Do it. <laughs> yes because that kiss was very upper lippy and it was was gross so long and gross and close (laughs) who shot that that was disgusting i don't know it was fucking disgusting also vinnie jones trying to be like uh, vinnie jones is a thug (laughs) he (laughs) is like an actual like he used to be a fucking brutal ass soccer player and then plays always just these big brutal ass thugs so him being weirdly sensible in this movie doesn't make sense <laughs> and it's weirdly gross when you see him like be romantic with another person do you think he like negotiated for that kiss scene he's like listen i'll do this movie <laughs> you know i'm the biggest star in this movie basically i'll do this movie <laughs> but i need to have like a full minute and a half kiss zoom in with this girl yeah it's, it's... it would make more sense it would <laughs> and that's why it feels like it was literally hammered in there like it has no place well it's uh, hard to, in the movie. i mean what happened in the first film uh it, there is a s- similar situation that happens in the first film Allie. but i mean i don't want to spoil it for you but it's a lot more it's a lot better done obviously and i it's more realistic than this was I mean, I would hope so, because this was garbage. Also, it doesn't kill off the girl five, like right into the beginning of the action. Yeah. Which was bullshit for me. It also doesn't help that like all these assassins are so... Even the ones that come back are so much less interesting than they were in the first movie. With the first one, even outside of them being like name brand... Like people that you know. So people like Chris Pine or Alicia Keys and Taraji P. Henson. Like all those characters still felt way more dynamic 
they felt way more interesting. They're like, okay, I want to see what they're about. I want to see their style. And here, like, they have all the standard tropes, like the femme fatale, the crazy neo-Nazis, the, the efficient, like, brutal serial killer, that type of shit. But they're just not interesting or you don't spend enough time with them to really give a shit. I really don't give a shit. Even the neo-Nazis are worse. Oh, there's so much less interesting here. The baby boy, like the bigger brother, he has like a marker Nazi symbol on his hand. And it's so sad. It's like the X you get at a show. (laughs) Nazi symbol that he like drew. (laughs) It's supposed to be like this like scary like tattoo and it's not. It's just, it looks sad. It looks like, like last minute costuming decided to throw that on to make sure you know that they're racist son of a bitches. So I do have something I did like about the movie. It has nothing to do with the movie, really. But okay, what is it? <laughs> I fucking love the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is amazing. Evanescence oh, is what? on it. Queens of the Stone Age is on it. Fucking James Brown is on it. It's good. Wait, isn't it covers, though? Like, it's not even really them? Okay, um, no, no, no. Queens of the Stone Age is not a cover, and neither is Evanescence. I don't know about the James Brown song. Okay, but they did play, like, a a weird version of um ballroom blitz that was it that that was awful <laughs> the music took me out i hated the music in this it took me totally out of it i was like what the hell is going on right now really so here's here's the thing i was watching i was so disinterested and then a song i liked came up and i was a little <laughs> more interested just because i liked the song Whereas i was only paying attention when the music was terrible i guess and i was yeah. just like what is this a girl singing this so i'm looking and James Brown was not a cover. Queens of the Stone Age was not a cover. There was a, an Elliot Smith song in there that was a cover, Between the Bars, which I didn't hear because that's one of my favorite songs. This movie tries to emulate kind of like the manic style that the first movie has, yeah. but it really doesn't work. It feels less Smoke and Aces and more Batman and Robin, especially when it involves like, the Tremper family, when they're like driving around in like their modified fucking garbage truck and it's like fast motion dutch angles and weird cartoon sound effects you're like this this does not fit them at all so i think we're gonna get a lot of like these early 2000s early 2010 films like action films like see uh, direct-to-video sequels that have like this kind of humor too where it's like funny to like kidnap (laughs) little people and then shoot them out of a fucking cannon like it's it's like this I mean, between that and, like, the rant that the bar owner goes on about not liking hip-hop, that was, was just so <laughs> taken out of the film. I was like, what the fuck is... What is... What are they trying to say right now? What's the thing the- is... I think it was to differentiate. It was. A, I think it was to differentiate because that guy is also in the first movie as a member of Buddy's entourage. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. That's him. That's the same actor. That's the same character. That's why he was like, "Oh, I'm starting this new uh, character named whatever his name was." That's the same character that they named by name in the first movie. What are they trying to say there? That he goes like undercover. That he's really undercover. That he's not like a super misogynist. Oh. What the fuck? That's weird. It, that was a weird, unnecessary one, but yeah. Yeah, so was that stupid, like, transphobic joke? Yeah. There's most, two there's, of them. Yeah, they, they constantly go back to it during those scenes when they're trying to show, like, the buddiness of the FBI group that I don't care about because they're just, like, body fodder. <laughs> they're just, like, yeah. they have to keep on doing it over and over. I'm like, it's not that funny, but I guess, I mean, like, maybe back then because it was edgy humor it was funny. I don't know, man. It yeah, was just... I, th- I think that's why, but it's still terrible. It made me yeah. so uncomfortable because I, 
I do see why they would put something like that in there. Because you're right to like create chemistry between the FBI, but I still I didn't feel it. Like when when one of them was like, "We have to open this door because I'm not gonna let him die." I was like, "Why do you care? You didn't care about this person for the whole beginning of the movie." Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. It was just uneven. I should also mention that this movie, for some reason, even though it's a direct video release, came out in an underrated version, <laughs> which is the version that we watched and. We went to go check if there's any like major differences, and there's only two. Uh, one of them is one of the shitty transphobic jokes, especially the one where the guy's like looking at the porn magazine. That's not in the in the rated version. <gasps> they didn't show porn in the rated version. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, the introduction to Caitlin is completely different. In like the um, uh, the rated version, it's like her talking to her brothers in the truck. But in the unrated version, it's her having like a sex scene with this one sailor. And then after they make like a really shitty low joke, she just shoots him in the face with an AK-47. And that's pretty much her intro in the unrated version. It doesn't what really change. Yeah. Dismissed? yeah, dismissed. <laughs> and then she goes, on, like, I had a joke about like shooting your low, but this dismissed work better because he was a sailor. <laughs> they fucking look like they smell. <laughs> I could not overlook. Like everybody, even the FBI agents look like they fucking smelled. I really want you to watch Smoke and Aces. I've seen some of it, but I think you'll like it mostly for <laughs> mostly for Alicia Keys and Taraji P Henson. Yeah, if it looks anything like this one looks, though, that's what's putting me oh, off to it. It, no, it looks so looks... much better than this. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, because this looks like shit. It's still a bit. It's still a bit weird. Yeah, it's very... It's weird. I know, I know, and that's why I haven't seen it, because when I walked... I told you guys about this the last episode. I walked in, my brother was watching the movie, I was like, this looks like shit, bye. And ever since then, I've just been, like, so turned off to it. The thing is, at least with the first one, the style works because it's, like, all this savage violence, and it's all taking place in, like, this really glossy hotel in, like, Nevada and shit. Here, all the action takes place at night in this really dingy bar and a really dingier bunker. So all of it just looks bland and boring as hell. They could only afford three sets. The FBI <laughs> offices, <laughs> the bar, and the bunker. That's it, okay? They kept it simple. I, I understand. They couldn't afford every single floor of the hotel, I guess. Yeah, but they didn't. I mean, it's not just even, like, the sets. It was just, like, the camera work, the fucking... I don't know. It just looked... I'm trying to find the perfect way to put it. And they, it feels like a Rob Zombie movie that was, like... That didn't have any of the grudgy aesthetic? Yeah, it was, like, shot through the lens of, like, um, a cabin in the woods. Damn. When they're, do you know what I mean? Like, not that those movies are bad, because I love both Rob Zombie and a cabin in the woods a lot, but, fuck, I hated this so much. Even outside of, like, the assassin side, on the FBI side in the first movie, you had at least Ray Liotta and Ryan Reynolds being likable, that you, like, you gave a shit about their relationship or whatever. Here we got, uh, what's his name, Clay Crawford, who at first I was like, he looks vaguely familiar. Then I realized he was the guy that was playing the Mel Gibson role on the uh, Lethal Weapon TV show before he got fired because we found out he was a piece of shit on set. They, like, they kicked oh, him out because he was like a terror on, on the set. But here he's just the most generic kind of FBI 
stooge or whatever. And he's supposed to be the, the protagonist, but he's gross. <laughs> he has an ugly ass goatee. He has such a gross goatee. I was like, oh, your baby face with that ugly goatee. I don't, I don't respect you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really big drop in quality from the first one, but Shaq, would you say this is a bigger drop in quality than I'll Always Know What You Did Last Time? Oh, hmm. Look, I can't, I have not seen Smoke and Aces 1, and I can already answer no. <laughs> I feel like probably not, because, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. And I'll Always Know was the most unwatchable piece of shit we've ever seen. <laughs> this isn't that level, but it comes kind of close, at least to me. And it, that's extremely disappointing. Would you guys say that this is better than I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer? Yes. Oh, yes. So I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer is still our worst. Dude, it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Period. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, at least this is way more competently made. Like, it's not good, but it at least feels like an actual film as opposed to I'll Always Know, which felt like mush. <laughs> God, I hated that movie so much. It was like, at least I could get through this because i'll always know what you did last summer i almost turned off (laughs) and i almost was going to tell you guys that i'm not doing this episode (laughs) you i mean if you remember how depressed i was when we were about to record it i think i said something like let's just do this i don't want to even talk about it like yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's so bad i'll say i'll say one thing that i did like is that I was, even though most of this shit had terrible CG blood, oh, yeah. the introduction to Lazo sitting here had a really, really cool gore effect that personally I was like, that that looked gross and that looked cool and I wish there was more of this type of shit. Dude, I really don't fucking remember it. Is that when he has like the shit on his face and he just takes it off? Yeah, he would slice the dude's throat and there's just Oh, like he slices the throat dead, to the face. Almost evil dead levels oh. of gore. And you're like, this is weirdly out of place, but it looks cool, so... This, I'm just grasping at straws right now. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what I mean. Like I had no idea that was even him. I gotta look at this. I would say one thing that I d- still didn't like about the first movie was that there was this whole thing involving Buddy Israel and then the the, the mob boss Primo Sparazza, which they get briefly mentioned here. But it had a really complicated twist at the end that I didn't like. Uh, well, I still don't like it. It's fine. It's better in retrospect now. But here, I think both. I think the whole franchise has a problem with the twist. It's just yeah, not very good, and that kind of unnecessary. Mars it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But here was even worse. <laughs> yeah, here's much worse because I didn't care. I mean, I almost didn't care for Smoke and Aces too. I really love Smoke and Aces. I do not love it for its FBI stuff going on in the background. No. I don't care about it. But at the very least, it's also anchored by like. Ryan Reynolds is doing a he's doing a solid performance, being shell shocked at all the crazy shit that just went down. But here, like when they explain the big twist, because we could fucking yeah, we're a spoiler podcast anyway. But like, can you please explain the twist to me? Because I saw the movie. Oh, in this one, yeah, let's explain it. Okay, so I'm trying to understand it. I'll try and understand it as I'm explaining this shit. So. There's this whole person named Hal Lueco that apparently... Right, which is the eagle, like the bald eagle thing. Bald eagle. They have this whole thing. It's like, hey, it's it means this thing in Latin, which is Latin for bald eagle. And apparently this person has been involved in like all these government assassination missions and, atro- and atrocities that have happened internationally that 
I'm not sure. Are they real events? Yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of them were. I don't know about all of them, but when which I, makes it way more distasteful that than it exactly already. Exactly what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, "What the? That's, that's kind of fucked up." And I think the thing is that Walter Weed had hired these assassins to do all these atrocities, and he wanted to kind of like wipe the slate, like make sure that no one knows about it. So he put a fake hit on himself, to where they'll basically all come at each other at the same time and try and c- catch the bounty so they'll take each other out and he'll just kind of vanish and vaporize and no record of the the atrocities will ever go back to him or the government i think that's what that meant it still doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> yeah so the guy in the wheelchair was actually someone else the whole time and he could walk the whole time and he set everything up so that they could kill all the assassins at once and make it seem like it was an FBI-sanctioned operation. I hate this shit. It wasn't good. They tried some usual suspect shit that was obviously... Didn't work. Absolutely nowhere near as close. That being said, one thing that I did appreciate is that they tried to do that same shit with the ending, and then they just had the fucking uh, the, the main FBI agent just show over and just shoot him in the face like, no, we ain't doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another example of like it trying to copy the first film, with but to a lesser quality degree yeah like a lot of plot points are all just little little copies of what happened in smoking aces with a shittier less acting quality less cgi quality twist even down to like the fbi agent walking into the sunlight exactly that was the same shot in the first one that you're like no that you don't you haven't earned that (laughs) down to like those effects of him being like shell-shocked afterwards and being like confused yeah, a lot of it. And I mean, then Ernie Hudson randomly showing up, the fucking black ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> the debriefing. Yeah, it's all yeah, in the end it's it's it is kind of what you would think of a direct-to-video sequel to an action film that wasn't a massively popular. Smoke and Aces is, is a film that I really enjoy, but I'm not going to pretend and say that it's a great film. A lot of people dislike it. It's kind of considered to be one of those films you find in like a Walmart bin. But uh, I'll say that I'll give it a bit more credit, at least on rewatch. But it is one of those movies that, like, on first glance, you're like, yeah, this is this is not – it's not great, but it's enjoyable. But here it's – Not even enjoyable. This new one, this the second one. It's not, it's not new. This is, like, <laughs> 2010. But uh, Was it 2010 or 2009? 2010. It's almost a decade old, guys. Oh yeah, these direct-to-video action movies, I'm hoping this is not – I know this is a trend, but I'm hoping it's really not. I hope there's ones that we could find that's like on the level of like Curse of Chucky, where it's like, oh, this is surprisingly solid, instead of just like cashing in on a name by just reusing the same plot. Listeners, we're looking for the Curse of Chucky of direct-to-video action sequels. Yes, I like we haven't seen a single good action movie. I feel like. No. Basically, Th- Thomas has ruined us. Now we're going to compare everything to Chris. We're spoiled. We're spoiled. Actually, Scorpion King 3 was really No, good. it's not. <laughs> I fucking love it. Stop it. That was literally, legitimately, I'm not lying, besides Chucky and the movies I had already seen, like Simba's Pride. And yeah, no, that's it. Um, Scorpion King 3 is my favorite that we've covered so I far. I can't believe you like that. Right? Dude, I loved it. It was, like, I want to watch it again. It was so fucking funny. Actually, I think we each have, like, that question. No, Sarah doesn't have one yet. The questionable one that were the other ones are like, 
what the fuck? Because I have George of the Jungle 2. You have Scorpion <laughs> King. And Sarah doesn't have one yet, but we're going to find Yeah, but it. me and – it's only because me and Ali agree that it's Casper Me 20. Casper Me 20. Oh, great. Fuck. <laughs> fuck y'all. Like, if I was alone with Casper Me 20, that would be my my uh, – my moment, but it isn't. Yeah, I haven't found it yet, guys. We'll we'll keep we'll keep looking. Okay, we got to go to the. I know this is going to be grasping at straws again, but favorite character. Is there anybody that you like out of these terrible, terrible people? Who first? I'll go first. I'll say Vinnie Jones because it's Vinnie Jones, and that's kind of a bias. And plus, I did I did like his I did like his introductory scene also, even though it doesn't come into play at all because his whole thing is he's named the Surgeon, and he has this whole cool torture thing where he like lobotomizes people, nails somebody in the brain. He, yeah, but essentially lobotomizes people, and you're thinking that's going to come into play later, but it doesn't. But I do like Vinnie Jones because of just other shit. So that's a bias. <laughs> I'll admit to that. So yeah, him. For me, it's gonna be that um, the Ariella girl. Yeah. Just because I like her outfit. That's it. That's actually it. That's my deciding factor. Yeah, because <laughs> the one that she wore when she died, like the one with the long trench coat, it was so good. Like that outfit was amazing. That scene with the father in the beginning made me super uncomfortable. Yeah, I was too. Oh, that's the. It is gross. <laughs> It wasn't even like uh, I'll be honest. Like even for Smoke and Aces, I was like, "That's kind of out of the like the themes of the the franchise." Like I don't understand why that was thrown in, but it's the same kind of thing. It's that edgy 2010 humor that they had. To, well, it's not even funny, but you know what I mean. It was like that. That was the revenge fantasy that they thought would go over well. Yeah, crazy over the top. We're like, we don't give a fuck. Like they tried to be like crank tasteless, but it can't be crank. <laughs> So it's yeah, it's just kind of it gross. was ridiculous, but yeah, she's great. Um, I do like her whole femme fatale thing. I like the conversation that um they were having about her in the bar before the whole thing like kind of blew up, where he was like, "She's hot, but I don't trust it." Yeah, don't trust it, it. like we're probably gonna both die by tonight. <laughs> yeah, I do like that a lot. Guys, ask me if I liked any of the characters in this movie. Sarah, did you like anybody in this? <laughs> Fuck no, this movie sucked. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, everyone well, sucked. I don't have well, a favorite. Pick someone based yeah. on something you liked. The one who got on your nerves the least. I didn't pay attention enough to like them to give a shit. Yeah. You know, the only moments I really liked, I liked the tarot card conversation. I thought that was a little interesting, even though it was kind of bullshit. What? The, oh. You mean like the playing cards? Yeah, they were saying that it's based off tarot cards and 365 days, and it's like, okay, that's mildly interesting. That's more interesting of a character development for this like weed character than anything else that's happened so far you know actually i, I didn't like that either because it, it felt a way to kind of force the whole cards motif into the second one it's like oh i just like cards a lot <laughs> and then otherwise like all the fbi characters were the same white guy stamped over and over as far as i'm concerned except for the one guy i guess he was hispanic yeah maybe what was with that's a good brings to a good question that I, I forgot to bring up. What's with the whole like motif of everybody's like old timey? Why is everyone old timey? Why are the girls dressed up like the sixties, fifties FBI secretaries? I think because it, it was a jazz bar. No, but even before that, like the FBI offices look old. Oh yeah, those those didn't make sense. <laughs> like I'm questioning if it was if it was modern, but then they would bring up cell phones and then all the assassins were modern. However, like anything FBI related was like straight out of the 1960s. It was fucking weird. Also, was that his wife? His girlfriend? 
I think it was just like a partner type. I don't know. No, he was like, yeah, they were together. Like, he called her honey or something. Yeah, and they were flirting. She was like, something about, I'll always have your heart or some shit. And I'm just like, yeah. Well, do your job. Well, I hope he dies. <laughs> yeah. Like,. One thing, oh, one thing I forgot. This shit has some of the worst CG I've ever seen. Like I mentioned the blood, but the explosions because they're you the, like one of the Lester brothers is using a full on RPG in this building, which also one doesn't make sense. But uh, <laughs> there's a scene where like the whole place just blows up because of C four, and it looks atrocious. <laughs> My um, boyfriend was like on his way to work this morning, so he like was watching as he was getting ready with me. And he saw the scene where they like shot the person with the cannon through the bar, and then that, yeah. and then they exploded. And he's like, "This is great." I'm like, "No, it's not." He's like, "This is really <laughs> bad." I, I was, he's like, "Why do you watch these?" I'm like, "He's like, why did you choose to watch bad movies?" I'm like, I don't know, man. I just wanted to be cool. I made a mistake. My brother said the same thing. He's like, every Sunday, you're miserable because you have to watch something bad. And I'm like, yes, that is what we do on this podcast. That is what we do on this holy day. <laughs> and on the, on the seventh day, the Lord said we shall watch shit. I really think that, like, the appeal of this podcast to people is just that they love to hear the misery of other people. So thank you guys. My main joy is like bringing the podcast up to people and then they're just like that has a sequel and like yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> um but the <laughs> thing is is we try not to I don't try to go into any of these movies going like oh this is going to be guaranteed off garbage aside from I'll always know, but I always try and see like maybe this might be like a big surprise. So like stuff like I try and go in with the same mentality I have for Chucky where I'm like okay, this this could be good. This could be like a hidden gem type deal, but most of the time they're just okay at best or terrible, but this is this one is really bad. I honestly went into this thinking it might be okay. Yeah. I had not heard of anyone see this, so that should have been my first clue. And then I hadn't heard anything, like, terrible about it. And, I mean, even if I had looked at, like, IMDb reviews and stuff like that, I would have seen that it was, like, in the middle. And that's usually pretty high for a direct-to-video sequel. Yeah, this is... Uh... I got. Uh, do you just want to jump into shitty final thoughts? Shitty final thoughts. Yeah, this movie sucks. <laughs> what do you mean? There's like we only have thirty minutes of content. <laughs> thirty minutes of shitty final thoughts. Our episodes uh, are thirty minutes long, Allie. No, the last one was like forty nine. That was that an was exception. We loved Curse of Chucky. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. That's Literally, a good point. the only reason I try to keep these as short as possible when that movie was actually good. We had a full conversation, but we do not have to drag Smoke and Aces two for another twenty nine minutes. None of these characters are interesting. Uh, this movie is pretty ugly, and the action is kind of substandard. There's a brief moment where, like, the big shootout that happens is okay in parts and terrible in others this is forgettable go watch the first one <laughs> yeah ali i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it yeah this is um not worth watching no and i don't know how did this even come up who recommended it <laughs> us me and Shaq. yeah this it is our totally fault. Us. oh that's right you guys were plotting and scheming behind my back about what movie we were gonna watch next, <laughs> and i had no say in it that's right that's right okay i remember now um, I quit the podcast after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I quit the podcast um because of this film. That's my shitty final thought. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Not fun at all. I'm gonna forget it like as soon as this podcast is done being recorded. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I wonder how much money it made. 
It probably made $3 more than I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. I, again, I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer made like $20 million. I don't think, I really don't think it did. It did. I read the Wikipedia really? and I trust God. Wikipedia with my life. God, that is a shame. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we could jump into just like talking about what we're going to do next. And we, since we decide we're going to announce like the next movie in these episodes. So the next thing we're doing is Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Not Leprechaun in the Hood, Back to the Hood. The second one. They went to a second Hood movie with the Leprechaun. Shaq is really excited to say this to y'all because he said that people watched Back to the Hood. Or which, what's the original? Leprechaun in the Hood. People talk about that movie to death. But nobody talks about Back to the Hood. Not enough talk about Back to the Hood. Which is, I actually saw that one first. I think the first one people talk about because Ice-T's in it. <laughs> but this one, I'm excited to talk about the second one because but no Shaq, one does. don't you think there's a reason why they don't talk about the second one? Probably, but we're going to find out. <laughs> have you So which ones have you seen of that Leprechaun Of series? that Leprechaun series? I've seen the first one. I've seen In the Hood. I've seen Back to the Hood. I've seen part of In Space and In Spaces. Trust me, I'm saving y'all from even worse than the Hood movies. Uh, and then I saw part of Leprechaun Origins, which is the most recent one, which is a WWE Studios production, and it's garbage. Ali, have you seen any of those? No. <laughs> Who was in, like, one of the original ones? It's one of the Friends. Oh, Jennifer Anderson was in the first one. Uh, yeah, okay. That's all I know about the whole goddamn thing, is that Jennifer Anderson was in the first one. I'll tell you right now, this series has never been good, but out of all of them, Leprechaun in the Hood is the best one, but I put that with a huge-ass <laughs> asterisk. God. I'm just excited for Surf's Up. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, fuck it. Yeah, we'll see. After Leprechaun, we're doing Surf's Up to Wave Mania. Yeah, so we're doing Leprechaun because it's we're trying to keep it, you know, you know St. Patrick's Day. It makes sense. And then, yeah, we really want to do Surf's Up too. Oh, my God. Like, I... I'm looking forward to it so much. I want to watch it now, but I'm going to hold off. Allie, you said you quit. I'm back. (laughs) I'm back from my hiatus. (laughs) Took a a five-minute sabbatical. Yeah, I was just a sabbatical for a minute there. But I really am excited about uh, the next few movies we're going to be doing. I want to do a good action movie, though. I know we just talked about it, but... There has to be one. Yeah, we'll definitely post this on Twitter. And uh, now we have an Instagram... Actually, let's go Yes, ahead. that's something we should talk about. So if you are listening to us, please also follow us on Instagram. We are at sequels, the same way that the podcast is named. Yes, we are right now currently four followers away from our first hundred on there. I'll admit I'm not pushing it as much as I should, but that's because you should already be following us. So Yeah, what, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? I know, for we real. We also got a Facebook as well. Yes, I, ru- I run the Facebook. We're basically all running one aspect of social media. I decided to use Facebook because Facebook, even though it's terrible, it's still I use it a bunch, so I might as well just do it. So follow your favorite co-host <laughs> on your selected sequels social media platform. <laughs> and it's a good way to like interact with us. I mean, not that we're like some elusive, unattainable celebrity or anything, but it's fun. Fuck you, I'm famous. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. She has a thousand followers on, on Twitter now. But it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so yeah, we'll we'll post about uh, suggesting maybe a good direct-to-video uh, sequel that is an action film. It would really help us out. Because in the end, animation is pretty steady. It's usually fairly okay, at the least. 
horror is either the worst thing in the whole world or it's Curse yeah. of Chucky. <laughs> really good. Yeah. And then action so far, we haven't watched too many action. Uh, we so, watched two. Yeah, this is only our second one. And uh, they've been, I mean, I don't want to upset Allie, but they've been trash. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's got to be a good one. <laughs> only the listeners can hear. They're bad. They're really the bad. Scorpion King 3 is not really action, so I'm not offended. Yeah, that's like. That's still action. High fantasy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Also, whose birthday is coming up? Like, whose birthday is the first one Mine's in April. this year? Mine is in August. Are you guys like you don't know when my birthday is? <laughs> Awkward ass. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you guys serious? You don't know when my birthday is? I thought we were best friends. Yeah, is it in October? No, it's literally like next week. You did. Oh. Well. <laughs> well, fuck. My thing was, I was gonna say it. Whenever it's someone's birthday, they should pick the movie that well, we watch. No, I guess we have to watch fucking Leprechaun. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Sarah. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, after we get through Surf's Up 2, I'll select... I, I think I want to do another Disney one. I know that it might be The Little Mermaid 2. Okay. I Yes, on board 100%. 100%. Have you I seen it? I owned it. Shaq, you haven't? No. I, I haven't oh seen most of these God. sequels. I've seen the originals never, like, most of these sequels are, like, a blind spot to me. Yeah, I think that is what we will be doing. But everything is subject to change. Um, why don't we do, uh, uh, what do we call it? Plugs? We plug? Yeah, plug time. <laughs> yeah, just plug. <laughs> um, plug time. No, that's not yeah, called plug like time. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, you can follow me on all the social medias, Shock Excellence, SHAK Excellence. Follow me over on oneofus.net where I do uh, screen a squad and eye on the prize. And also, I'm going to throw a brief little shout out uh, to this podcast that my friend is starting that I guess it on called Zack Man Forever, where he's going to do the stupid task of watching Batman Forever every week with a different person and talk about a different aspect of Why it. do people love to torture themselves <laughs> for podcasts? The thing is, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to that movie. Like, so much more than you Wait, actually he's going to watch the same movie over and over again? Yes. No. Oh, my God. Fuck that. <laughs> Good so, luck, Zach. I was the guest on the first episode where we kind of recapped the craziness that is that movie. And he's going to have episodes to talk about the soundtrack, some of it about the video game, about the novelization. There's a lot of shit he, he, that you could talk about with that movie. So go check that out, Zach Man Forever. All right. So, yeah, I'm sick underscore underscore six six. George of the Jungle update. He still has a follower. <laughs> or, well, follow me. I'm going to do this every single episode until he follows me. So, hello. Um, Please follow me. Second, I'm going to be on Marcelo's podcast. It's going to be about david lynch and yeah i think that's it you can also find my stuff at fthismovie.com if you're so inclined to read my writing okay and uh just a few shout outs um at random screen name em oh my god i love him so much said that he you know gave a shout out to us and said that our curse of chucky episode was great yeah fun to hear a new perspective on the series we got so much great feedback guys on curse of chucky so we really appreciate it Yes, yes. We're so sorry that this episode is misery porn, basically. <laughs> they listen to us for the highs and the lows. Yes, that's okay. true. That's why we love you guys. So, yes, thank you, random screen name. Um, and then also, uh, at Mac2Hybrid Media gave us a shout out. So, that we were one of the podcasts that he uh, likes to listen to. So. Aww. Hey. Yeah. Is that a friend of yours? Yes, he is. Of course he is. <laughs> and um other than that uh i went and did a podcast episode with our friend thomas mariani 
for his uh, podcast, Double Edge, Double Bill. You can follow yes. them on Twitter at D-E-D-B-Pod. Um, we were talking about Sucker Punch and Haywire. So we just recorded that. Should, that should be out um, maybe before this episode or after this episode. But that's my only plug. Hey, see, see, what's like having plugs when you have shit to do? Like, yeah, I got shit to promote. Yeah, when people actually like invite me onto podcasts, I guess I will mention it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I have to record uh, with Marcelo. You know, we should start charging Marcelo for all of these features on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording um, a commentary of Inherent Vice uh, that should be coming out. That is a very long movie that I absolutely adore so just expect me to be ranting about that for two and a half two hours 40 minutes or something jesus christ (laughs) it's insanely long it's one of my favorite films of all time though and uh that's it guys Uh, anybody else have anything else to say no hopefully Uh, you can never i'll never watch this movie again but watch smoke and aces at least there's no other directed video sequels to this franchise it's dead like it's done yeah but- you know don't jinx where we can please. go back to scorpion king at any time oh. yes! <laughs> i'm on board only three things are permanent death taxes and scorpion king sequel 